So here's the million dollar question. How are men like us who work hard, have good motives and a God-given purpose supposed to fulfill the calling on our lives and the dreams in our hearts, all while establishing sexual integrity, thriving relationships, and a meaningful connection with God? That is the question, and this podcast will give you the answers. My name is Sathya Sam. Welcome to Unleash the Man Within. Hey, 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 what is up, my man? It's Sathya Sam here. Welcome to Unleash the Man Within. Thank you so much for listening. I'm so glad you're here tuning in uh, to a really good episode today. We're going to be talking about, you know, God's role in all of this. And does God really care about our freedom? Like, surely he's got bigger fish to fry, right? Um, so we're going to talk about all that. Uh, before we do, it's the new year. We're 10 days in. And um, I want to make sure that you guys get all the help you need in your recovery journey. So obviously, we're a daily podcast. We're certainly doing our part in that regard. However, uh, we have a page with free resources. I mean, trainings, books, booklets, uh, one pagers, a little bit of everything. And all of them, you know, are tackling more, you know, niche areas of recovery, like handling triggers or nice guy syndrome or how to prevent a a relapse. Um, It's all there laid out for you. And so if you haven't checked out our free resource section, there's a link in the show notes and I would love for you to go take a look at that and see if, um, yeah, you know, maybe uh, maybe there's something there that just might give you that that little tip, that little clue that you need to quit porn for good in 2024. All right, so the link is there. It's sathiasam.com/resources. Let's talk about today's content. Uh, does God really care about your freedom? Now, I don't know about you. When I was struggling, I asked this question a lot. And I asked it for two reasons. So number one is, you know, we often kind of go into this, God, God is probably more concerned about other things than, you know, my freedom. Like, does, is this really that big of a deal to God? You know, there's people in the world that are starving. Um, There's terrorists and murderers and serial rapists. And, you know, like there's way worse things out here in the world. Does God really like, you know, is he really that concerned about me not watching pornography. Um, the other angle to this is, you know, I have, and I again, I would say I had both um, dichotomies of thought here. I have struggled for 13 years, 14 years, 15 years. I have repented hundreds of times, uh, or at least I thought I was repenting. You could make an argument that I didn't repent if I kept coming back. Um, I've asked for forgiveness hundreds of times, that's for sure. Um, I've made tons of attempts. It's not from lack of effort. So, you know, when I come before God for the 1,001st time, like, is he really like, oh my gosh, son, you know, this must be so hard for you, da, da, da. Like, is God really compassionate about it at that point? Or is he a little bit like, okay, on with it, kid. Like, you know, why are you still struggling? You know what I mean? Like, again, these are just things I legitimately went through. You might hear that and just think that sounds ridiculous. But those were thoughts that legitimately went through my mind. So question number one, does God care about your freedom? Let's talk about it from the, you know, the the whole relativistic mindset. Like, okay, I know that porn is bad. I know that I should probably quit. But does God really care when there's people struggling in the world with hunger and, you know, or when so-and-so is like having an affair, you know, with his wife? Like, at least I'm not doing that. The answer is yes. So the, the thing is, we want to make sure that we never reduce God to, to human standards. 
God is perfect and just and holy. And so what that means is that it, it is not, it's not like God, God creates a set of standards that he's saying, you know, this would be great if you could follow this. That's what we do because we're imperfect and we know that as a human, it's almost impossible to perfectly follow any standard. But when you're actually perfect, your, your, your standards for perfection are natural. It, they're not ideals. God does not have ideals. God just has standards that are the most natural possible guidelines for somebody who is perfect. So, so when God sets the bar for sexual sin and he says, you know, he who sleeps with another woman, that, yeah, of course that's committing adultery. But I tell you that he who looks at a woman with lustful intent has already committed adultery with her in his heart. When, when, when that's what God does, right? When, when God does, when God makes a standard like that, he's, he's saying like anything short of that is a problem. And it doesn't matter how short it is. It doesn't matter if it's a little fantasy here or if it's sleeping with a prostitute there, it's falling short. And he cares about that deeply. Not, not because he, he is trying to count your sins and punish you for them, but because he, he is a perfect God with a perfect standard and he wants nothing less than that for you as well. The other side of that, and actually, hold on, you know what, let me, let me pause that thought. I'll, I'll save that one for the end. The other dichotomy here is, does God care? Like, does God develop a callousness towards our constant and perpetual sin? Here's what I know, all right? This is, this is, this is anecdotal, but it's scriptural as well. Um, somebody asked Jesus, how many times do I have to forgive my brother? And Jesus told him 70 times 7. What, what was the point? Jesus is not, I'm sorry, I didn't, I should actually articulate that story better. Somebody asked, you know, my brother keeps sinning against me. Like, what, what do I do if he does this like seven times? And Jesus says, I tell you, like, you, you need to forgive him 70 times seven. And the point that Jesus was making was, um, look, you, you have to keep forgiving. You keep forgiving and you keep forgiving. And it doesn't matter how much somebody messes up. It doesn't matter if they do the same thing over and over again. The instructions to forgive remain the same. And if that's what God expects of us, then trust me, we can also expect that of him. He does, he does not reduce his uh, dispersion of forgiveness because it's the thousandth time that we're asking for it. So God, God is so excited when we make steps towards freedom. And God also knows how flawed we are. And so when we fall short, he's not going, come on, man, get it together. He's saying, okay, you fell short again. I knew this was going to happen. I'm here. Let's figure out how you can get up and how you can not fall short next time. Like, again, like we have to remember God is not, God is not your, your dad. He doesn't, he doesn't get short with you over these things. He doesn't, he doesn't say, well, that's it. If you're going to keep, you know what, if you're going to keep struggling with this, then, then, then there's consequences to that. Or I'm going to punish you for that. I mean, yes, there are consequences to our sexual sin, but God, God does not add on to them because, you know, we've fallen short and, and we were failing again and again. So again, I don't, I don't know. Maybe you guys are hearing this and you're like, Cynthia, <laughs> like, come on, man. Like, this is like, you know, this is easy stuff. This is 101 here. Um, but these were legitimate concerns that I had when I was struggling. Now, here's where I landed when, when I, 
because one of the things that really turned turned my recovery around was actually cultivating intimacy with Jesus, like learning to share openly with him um, and and not trying to feel like I had to present things in a perfect light when I prayed or when I came towards him, but just that raw kind of transparency with God. I mean, I'm telling you, unbelievably liberating for me. And I discovered something along the way as I began to let him in, as I started to realize that, yes, he does care about my freedom and the standards don't get reduced for me for starters, but also he does not reduce his compassion for me, you know, but both, both stay at, um, perfect God levels. I, I realized that God is more excited about my freedom than me. And that was, that was such a crazy thought for me. You know, I used to always think that I would have to pray the right prayers and kind of twist his arm, you know, into really throwing me a bone and lending me a hand in my recovery. And what I found along the way is that, that it was far from that. In fact, it was actually the complete opposite. God, God is more excited. God is lending me uh, the hand all the time by choice. I don't have to force him. He's saying, son, I will help you. And you just, you just say when I'm there. And that's something I want to hear. I want you to hear today is God is more excited about your freedom than you. And this ties into what we were talking about earlier with God and his standards. God, God upholds his standards because he is perfect, but he, he wants us to live by them because he knows that they are what's best for us. Like he's not a taskmaster who just likes to feel in control and feel powerful. God, if he's powerful enough to create heaven and earth, then he probably didn't need to create us to feel powerful, right? Like he had plenty of power before we were even a thought. But, but the point here is God's standards have our best interests in mind. If, if, if you want to know how to live your best life, go find out God's standards because that always it's not always easy but if you want to know how to live your best most fulfilling life live by god's standards because it, it is designed as such that if if you live by them if you abide by them you will inherently live your best life so that's everything for today does god care about your freedom yes he does a thousand times over and he is more excited about you gain free than even you are so that's everything, guys. Make sure you go check out my free resource section. Tons of content there that I'd love for you guys to get your hands on. In the meantime, God bless you guys. Stay clean. We'll talk soon. Hey, everybody. It's Thea again. Thanks for listening to Unleash the Man Within. I wanted to take a quick moment to let you know about a free ebook that I wrote for you called The Ultimate Guide to Porn Recovery. It provides a basic framework for the recovery process and a few of my top tips completely free of charge. You can get it now at www.ultimaterecoveryguide.com. That's www.ultimaterecoveryguide.com. Now, if you've been impacted by the podcast and you want to show some support in less than 60 seconds, there are three ways you can do that. First, you can leave a rating or review on your podcast platform. This lets people like you know that the content here is valuable. Secondly, you can share this episode with someone in your life that might benefit from the content. If you're passionate about helping other people experience freedom and success in their lives, this is one of the easiest ways to do that. And lastly, you can subscribe. I personally only listen to the podcast that I subscribe to. If you're seeking daily encouragement, guidance, and insight in your recovery journey, I highly recommend subscribing to Unleash the Man Within. 
Thanks for listening. I look forward to connecting with you very, very soon. The information, opinions, and recommendations presented in this podcast by Sathya Sam and his guests are for general information only and should not be considered medical, clinical, or any other form of professional advice. Any reliance on the information provided is done at your own risk.